Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you this week. As a reminder, you can watch this show along with all the visuals that go along with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. On this week's show, we're going to talk about a longtime Vegas casino closed during the pandemic, now gone forever, plus a possible new site for a casino on the Las Vegas Strip. Caesars getting closer to finalizing a sale of one of their properties. The Venetian sale has now finally closed. It has new owners and Las Vegas Sands is Las Vegas no more. Plus, I'll talk about Odyssey of the Seas, Royal Caribbean's newest ship and the casino experience on there, how to match your status, get all kinds of offers. So stick around for that. Tons of stuff coming up. Let's hit it. So Mark, did you hear this story about this Thai restaurant in Las Vegas that served food laced with THC? Upwards of 30 people have said they had hallucinations, increased heart rates, Sounds like a good time to me, but apparently they're complaining. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Who, who doesn't want free drugs with their meal? I mean, come on, let's go. <laughs> but it's, I, I bet you like they haven't figured out what the cause of it is. I bet you it's kind of like half-baked where the guy's like, F you, F you, F you, peace, I'm out. But this guy was like, I'm going to pour THC on everything. See you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't know. And obviously people could have health problems and this could be a very serious thing. So we don't want to make light of it. But it is just a crazy story. And uh, still following up. They came in, they shut down the restaurant, they confiscated all the food, they've been testing it, and they have confirmed it's THC, so edibles uh, there. But I think that's a new uh, concept for a restaurant, right? In Vegas, you know, everything laced with THC, as long as, I guess, the customers know that they're getting it. Yeah, I think that's kind of the future with, you know, weed tourism will be a thing in the next five years, you know, probably before that. But I know a lot of people go just to go to the, the stores and the shops and everything, but I think it will be infused into everything you do. There will be bars that that have it and setups and all, you know, hookah lounges for it and all that type of stuff. So I think that is the future for sure. And then you can walk outside and say, dude, where's my car? Where's my car? Where's your car at, dude? (laughs) So we have a lot to cover this week, Mark. We have the Venetian sale. We're going to talk about Odyssey of the Seas, my cruise that I've been promising for a couple weeks. But let's start with this sad news. We learned that the Gold Strike or the Terribles Casino out in Jean, one of the closed casinos on our closed casino store, you can see that. And I've also done a video on Jean itself, is pretty much closed for good. It's going to be gone. Built in the 80s, kind of sat in this area between State Line, Prim, and Las Vegas. So it was kind of in the shoulder area. It used to have a companion casino across the highway that's gone away. And it's been sitting there since the beginning of COVID closed. And they're going to build this 1.9 million square foot industrial park. The idea being that they're going to have all these warehouses out there that trucks can uh, you know, deliver goods into Southern Nevada from California without having to go all the way into the city. Probably not a bad idea. That's also where the new airport, whenever they build it, will be. So uh, one of these closed casinos is definitely going away. We finally get some confirmation on that. Yeah, it seems kind of weird, you know, because you think of Nevada. It's just desert everywhere. They could build all that stuff anywhere, but I'm guessing like the poured concrete that's already there for parking lot and stuff, like that's a huge cost savings if they take over the space versus having to lay all that groundwork down. And and you never really think about that, but that would be my guess why they're choosing that and, and doing that because if you're adding an airport and all this stuff, it, it seems like that would be maybe a place that you leave a casino, but that's down the line if, if it ever happens. So I can see why and, you know, makes sense. Good use, at least. It's not going to be just this abandoned building out there like we've seen with some of these other uh, shuttered casinos. 
Well, they did specifically mention that one of the reasons they picked this site is because the casino does already have utilities, power, water, all that stuff. So that helps them get it going. They also said that the building's going to sit there for a few more years before they use that piece of the land. Uh, total, it's going to be 140 acres, I think, uh, for the industrial park. The two gas stations there, including the largest Chevron in the world, uh, which you can see in my Gene video, uh, is going to stay. So there'll still be some other stuff out there. There's also a prison that has 240 female prisoners out in Gene, along with a small municipal airport there now. But You're really yeah. selling it, man. Great area. <laughs> <laughs> Your next home could be right here. That's the industrial park, the prison, and uh, the two what gas you, stations. What there are we doing go. on Friday night? Let's go to the gas station and look at the uh, Chewbacca statue or whatever. The Jack hey, it's a, it's, guy. No, it, it's a Sasquatch, okay? It's a, it's a Sasquatch. Hey, they have a White Castle there, too, so things are looking up for Gene, but really hey, sad to see. Yeah, hey, the good thing is, if you eat White Castle, you have the biggest uh, gas station right next door to use the bathroom. Boom. There you go. There you go. I was in, I've been in the South this week. Um, I was actually, people seeing I'm in a hotel again, I was actually supposed to be home recording this today, but uh, the weather in Dallas had different ideas, ice storms and all that, and my flight got canceled. So I'm here uh, recording it, but I've been through the South going to Bucky's in Texas and in Florida. And Bucky's is really what Terrible's sort of modeled that gas station in Gene after, except it's like not comparable at all once you actually go into a Bucky's and see what they have. It really just shows you that Terrible's, you know, they kind of came up with the same concept of this giant gas station, but none of the good stuff like the food or anything else. So Bucky's still uh, reigns supreme. But yeah, I mean, I'm sad to see Gold Strike. I've stayed there in the past. It used to be you could be uh, like 18 and stay there, whereas at the other casinos in Prim, you had to be 21. So my wife and I stayed there back in the day, and I have some fun memories of that. So RIP uh, Gold Strike slash Terribles. Let us know what you guys think. What are your memories of that place? Uh, so there's some other another rumor I wanted to talk about that the former Harley-Davidson slash Tex-Mex joint that's on Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard may be closing and getting torn down. And we talked about a rumor, or not a rumor per se, but maybe the idea that you could take that land, combine it with some of the lots next door near Polo Towers and stuff, and there'd be a significant amount of land for a new casino. Now, this is all speculation and everything else, but yeah, it seems like perhaps that's happening. And I think that would be, we look at all the empty plots of land on the Strip, that would be probably the most interesting to develop just because of where it's at. Yeah, the location would be great. Even though we see, you know, people pushing more north end of the strip, that's where it's kind of building out. This is kind of, you know, prime real estate that doesn't really come available. Maybe will never come available again. And if they can make that work, it would be pretty fantastic. Hopefully it's not a Caesars or MGM property. If it does happen, hopefully it's something a little bit different and unique that brings their own spin. But I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, Polo Towers has been there so long and it's just kind of an eyesore. But who knows if they'll ever give it up. Yeah, I mean, there is that Hawaiian marketplace. So there's some other interesting things there. But yeah, it would be connected to Cosmo, basically, and City Center and Planet Hollywood. So that would make it a really interesting corner. Um, it's not going to be the biggest thing, but I think there's around 100 acres or so if you put them all together. So enough for definitely uh, a big project. And, you know, there, we, we're going to see lots of news about uh, sales and other things happening. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show, but I did want to highlight this just because a lot of people don't realize, oh, maybe a restaurant's closing on the corner, but what does that open up as far as potential changes uh, coming to Vegas? As we know, everything's happening. Uh, did you hear that Justin Bieber canceled his uh, or postponed his Vegas concert? Pulled in Adele? Hey, 
He just wanted the news, right? You know, no, no, no press is bad press. He saw all the love Adele got out. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or I should say hate the hate news, but you know, hate uh, goes further than than love does. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It, Vegas and shows not a good mix these days. Yeah, I mean, the truth is that Justin Bieber has COVID, so we hope he gets better for all of the people out there with Bieber fever. Uh, he did reschedule the show, I think, June twenty eighth. So. He put a new date out there right away, which I think is really nice for fans so that they can they can do that. And these days, and at least know, it was a, a legit reason. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the rumors are still heating up that Adele is going to reschedule. I don't think she said any dates, but they're still looking June, July time frame. We shared that, I think, in last week's show. And I saw some more kind of rumblings about that. So we should expect to see a date for her coming soon. But yeah, I mean, this is going to happen. Saw- yeah, and I saw like uh, Vital Vegas. I think was the one that sh- shared the new Chris Angel show and opening night. Like there was like se- seven seats sold or something crazy like that. So I don't know what's going on with shows. I know there's you know Katy Perry's done fairly well, but a lot of stuff's struggling, and it just it seems weird because everything's back. You know, big gambling numbers, lots of traffic, lots of people, but there's just not going to shows. Yeah, in New York, New York. Uh, while we're talking about shows, this isn't on our agenda. Announced their new show as well, their new Cirque show. Uh, that's coming, and uh, so those tickets got, went on sale. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, entertainment rebounds. But if you're buying tickets to anything, you have to be kind of aware that it could not happen. You know that, that there are these postponements, things like the Bieber thing, which are perfectly innocent, right? He gets COVID. There's just like contractual reasons he can't perform. Just being around, you know, the, the support staff, everything else. So uh, that stuff is uh, is probably going to still take a while for it to recover. While we've seen the gaming revenues and everything else entertainment isn't but yeah that chris angel thing i've never been particularly drawn to his shows i know his show uh that his old show that he did before he moved to planet hollywood uh, wasn't ever very popular i knew some people who worked on it they constantly retooled that i had heard that the mind freak show at planet hollywood was a little bit better and this new one is uh supposedly an improvement so i haven't seen any reviews of it but yeah i mean that those ticket sales that's pretty rough you know and we've said resorts world's been struggling with their sales you know, it's it's just happening across the board. I don't know if we can blame it on any one performer or venue. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy that he keeps getting more opportunities if he's been struggling. I know, and it's a cheaper show compared to most in Vegas or over $100. And this ticket, I think, is like 60 70 bucks. So it's one of the more affordable options out there, which is kind of surprising that they keep rolling it out. Maybe the production cost is a lot lower than, than other shows. I don't know, but I, I don't know how you keep getting it. It's kind of like the person, once you make it, five years in the NBA, you're just on the end of the bench for the rest of life. Like they just keep giving you contracts, even though you don't do anything. Well, Penn and Teller have made a living at Rio. Uh, their show is very good, but I mean, as far as they've been there for what, 20 years or something like that. So if you can make the economics work uh, and draw in people and, and he, you know, had that big TV show, he's definitely a big star. So I imagine there's a lot of people who are his fans and see it. And I do wish him the best with this new show. Speaking of entertainment, did you see Drake was, uh, dropping $100,000 bets on roulette uh, recently in Vegas. And that's interesting, right? I mean, he has a lot of money, but I, I had never seen this. A couple years ago, he bought this $620,000 watch that is a roulette wheel inside of it with a ball and everything. That is, I have to say, one of the coolest watches I've ever seen. Yeah, next level. And the ball spins and everything and lands on the thing. And it's, it's pretty amazing. So I'm guessing you're putting up the video now of it. But I saw that. I'd never heard of it either. And that, that kind of came out after they showed the picture of him making his bet on roulette. 
And uh, it was pretty cool. And I, I love that somebody pointed out like, oh, if he was anybody else, his his cell phone's like on the table, his drink's like right next to uh, <laughs> like where you put the numbers and everything. They're like anybody else would have got kicked out right there. Eh, when you got 100 grand to spin, you, you get to do what you want to do. Pretty much, yeah. The, the sky's the limit on uh, what they'll allow you to get away with, which rules they'll allow you to break. So uh, yeah, it was interesting. I, that watch is a... Uh, a bucket list item. No, I don't. I don't want it, but it, it is certainly a thing of beauty. All right, so let's. I want talk it so to... I can sell it. I want it <laughs> there, so I can sell it. There you go. Bring it into a <laughs> pawn shop. They'll give you like fifty bucks for it. All right. So... <laughs> the the pawn stars. All right. So Caesars is trying to keep themselves relevant and in the news, but no, actually they announced their earnings, which there wasn't a lot of interesting stuff there. That's not really what we're going to cover here. But CEO Tom Rigg did say that they're still in the process of selling a casino, and he said, "quote." The next time we talk about a strip asset sale, we will announce that sale. So sort of hinting that they're pretty far along in the process. We talked about rumors that it could be Flamingo. For a long time, people thought it would be Planet Hollywood. But more recently, Flamingo has been sort of on people's minds. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I still think it would be a terrible idea and a strange sale to do that. Uh, we know it's probably not Paris, probably not Bally's, given that they're rebranding it to Horseshoe. We know that you want to get rid of Harrah's. So, yes, please. <laughs> dump it. But we'll it. see soon. I mean, Planet that, Hollywood's like one of their better properties. I know it's not like in line with all their other ones, but it's one of their better properties, like top top half for sure. So kind of stinks if they get rid of that one for, for players that have gone through all this deterioration in their, their award system. But hey, if you need money, you need money, I guess. It makes a lot more sense than Flamingo just because of the location of it, how Flamingo's surrounded by everything. But yes, please, Harris, dump it. Well, now here's some news that makes it indicate that maybe that's not happening. Uh, there's rumors that the Oyster Bar, and, and you found this rumor, so I'll let you explain it, at Harris maybe going away for a new Ramsey establishment. Yeah, it was actually uh, Vegas teenager John Ryan sent it to me. He, uh, in a Facebook group, he saw people were at the uh, Oyster Bar at Harris and talking to the staff and stuff, and they said they were closing it. It's supposed to be closing it in March, which is kind of surprising because it's one of their more popular restaurants. I just did a list like, top five rated restaurants on the $100 celebration dinner list in Vegas that you can go to. And I think it finished fourth. So it's one of their higher rated restaurants on that list. And, you know, something a lot of people like, but it's supposed to be some type of Gordon Ramsay restaurant. Like he doesn't have enough of them in Vegas, but I guess once, <laughs> once Caesars find something that people like, they just uh, redo it and put a different name on it. So that's supposed to be happening. Uh, but, you know, we'll wait and see when, when it's officially announced. Yeah, and uh, like you said, the, the Ramsey, why wouldn't he, right? He doesn't own those restaurants. They're owned by Caesars, and he just takes a, a percentage off the top. So why not put his name on, on everything? I mean, there's even a Hell's Kitchen up in Lake Tahoe, and they're expanding them to, to their regional casinos as well. So Ramsey is uh, big in bed with them. I know uh, Mark Meltzer, uh, who's a big Vegas uh, sort of, uh, I guess, journalist. He writes for Travels Work, other places. He just ate at Gordon Ramsay Burger, said it's as good as ever. And recommended the tater tots and the uh, curry ketchup. So fish and there chips. There you go. Fish and chips. Yes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> always the fish and chips uh, with us. All right. So the big news also is uh, last year in March of 2021, the company Las Vegas Sands announced that they were selling their flagship property, the Venetian, also Palazzo and the Convention Center there, and their stake in the MSG Sphere that's being built behind the Venetian. That sale closed this week. So Las Vegas Sands, the company is now just known as Sands because all they really do 
is own uh, they own their casino, the Marina Bay Sands, obviously in Singapore, plus all their string of casinos in Macau. And Apollo uh, purchased the the operations of the casino for two point two five billion. Vici Properties, which is that spinoff from Caesars that owns almost all of the strip now at this point. Now that they're buying MGM growth, they they own the land there. They made four billion dollars. 7,000 all suite rooms, 225,000 square feet of gaming space, 2.3 million square feet of convention space, and Sheldon Adelson's uh, legacy out of Las Vegas. The company will still, the Sands company will still be based in Las Vegas, even though they have no properties in the US. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But um, <laughs> it, the, the biggest takeaway is like how crazy that one company owns most of the Vegas Strip, the, the land at least. And that's kind of a scary thing when you think about it like they could do whatever they want at that point and i know they have leases with these the places to run the casino and everything but one person or one entity owning that much is kind of crazy i i know the sands is probably happy to get out of that sphere bungle you know well did you see the, uh, I, I, I did don't you know see how lo- that's ever gonna make money oh i'd be like thank you take this please take it <laughs> off my hands well did you see las vegas locally shared uh some pictures that were sent to him of the screen, the LED screen on the inside starting to be constructed. I'll throw them up here. It's still like, you know, metal mesh and stuff. So it's still kind of hard to understand exactly what it's going to look like. But hey, the project's moving forward. And even though you don't think it'll make money, it's still unique. And it's still something that will draw people oh, to Las Vegas, I think. It'll be cool. I just don't think it will ever make money. I just, I don't see how you invest that much to do shows. And we're seeing shows struggling right now. It doesn't mean they will for the future. And there's already so many venues in Vegas just seems like it's going to be tough when it's you know you have this this thing that's only good for one thing for for performances it's not like t-mobile where you can have sporting events and performances stuff like that so it's very niche i know a lot of people come just to check it out but i don't know it it seems strange but people invested in it have a ton of money so it'll it'll be there for yeah as far as ownership apollo running venetian i know a lot of people are concerned apollo some people blame was running Caesars Entertainment into bankruptcy because they had a controlling stake in Caesars for a long time. No longer do they have that stake. But, you know, it's a it's sort of a different company. They have a different vision. They say they want to make some huge investments to bring the Venetian Resort into the next level. And Venetian's probably one of the premier integrated resorts in the entire world. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. The Sands Company, for their uh, part they they're going to take this money and try to probably invest it elsewhere. They just finished an over two billion dollar rebrand of Sands Kotai Central in Macau to the Londoner, and uh, they have some other investments. I think they're going to spend a billion dollars on Marina Bay Sands to expand that and modernize it as well. So that company's not going anywhere. They they build some amazing resorts. So it'll be interesting to see what their next project is now that they have all this cash uh, flowing through their bank accounts. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You know, whenever a uh founder you know passes on or retires or whatever it's always interesting to see what the next step is like you know with steve Wynn getting pushed out at win it's been kind of interesting to see how that played out seems like they recovered very well It'll be interesting to see the same with sand yeah and we didn't cover this on the show but i believe uh Wynn just announced a land sale of their boston property they sold the land out from under that property so we continue to see these splits of operations and land even outside of the vegas market so uh, that's just like an aside, but yeah, it's crazy to to see how everything's changed as far as the landscape goes and these uh, land deals, these leasebacks, this is the future for pretty much all the properties uh, everywhere. And uh, we'll see how it all turns out like in 10 or 20 years, I guess. 
All right, one last thing I did talk about a little bit that I was on the cruise, Odyssey of the Seas. That's Royal Caribbean's newest ship, or it was. They're debuting their brand new ship uh, this month in Europe, but before that, Odyssey of the Seas was their newest ship. And I guess I'll talk a little bit about how it is kind of going on a ship right now, but I'll mostly kind of try to focus on the casino there and and, uh, give you guys some insight into that. Uh, now, first off, this ship is huge. It's It's got just about everything. My favorite thing, Mark, was the bumper cars at sea. Uh, because, you know, you go to like amusement parks a lot now and bumper cars aren't what they used to be, right? They're slower. Sometimes they tell you you can't even bump or they make you go in one direction. There's none of this going on on Odyssey of the Seas. You can just free for all and you can hit as hard as you can. And You got to come to Detroit and play whirly ball. That's what, that's what you got to do. That's bumper cars. With the little wiffle ball scoop thing that you have at the beach, and you drive around ramming each other, throwing the ball back and forth, shooting into a basket. There, <laughs> that sounds cool, right there. <laughs> that sounds like fun. And then you know, other stuff on the ship. Uh, they have these bungee things. They have the rock climbing wall. Uh, they have the flow rider surfing simulator. So a lot of cool stuff to do on the ship if you're going to go with like family or even for adults. Like these are all things that adults can do. They also have the iFly skydiving simulator, which you get a one minute flight in that. And there's one of those in Vegas. Those are in touristy areas all over. But you get to do a, you know, a flight just like you're skydiving on a cruise ship. I think that's pretty unique as well. So Royal Caribbean has always delivered with some unique things on their ships. And I think Odyssey of the Seas delivers on that. They also have a like a sky pod that goes over 300 feet above the ocean, like an observation pod on an arm. Pretty crazy. Uh, you know, not something you expect to see on a cruise ship. And the ship is beautiful. It's LED lighting everywhere modern tech. Even the internet was pretty good, right? I was able to record a show from there. And uh, so you're, you're able to stream Netflix. They have Chromecast on the TV. So you're able to stream all your shows if you want to do that. So it feels as much like a hotel room on land as I've ever experienced on a cruise ship. And that's just because it's a new ship and they have all of the modern tech. Now, as far as the casino goes, I'd say it's sort of middle of the road for casinos I've seen on cruise ships. I've certainly seen better casinos. Um, it's sort of a very narrow casino space and very, very long. And what kind of took me by surprise, Mark, was just like we see on land with these casinos sort of printing money and people like just waiting to spend. I've never seen a casino on a cruise ship so busy. There were times where not a single machine in this place was was empty. There were no seats at the tables. Like people were just ready to to gamble. Yeah, I remember did you walk in like really early in the morning to do a video and you and it was pretty busy even though like at the crack of dawn when that's usually like <laughs> the time that you just either people are finishing up their night or you know just getting up in the morning it's not usually busy like even in vegas that's kind of the, the pristine time to gamble if you're serious it's early in the morning but it, it seemed like it it just never stopped yeah it didn't and that was when we were in honduras we honduras i must have a lot most of the time when you're in port the casino closes right because they're not they don't want to be subject to local laws there must be some sort of weird thing in Honduras where they don't have to do that because they were able to keep the casino open during that. And even in the port day, yeah, there was a lot of people in the casino and, you know, the atmosphere was good. Now, there's some differences between a, a ship casino and a casino, let's say, in Vegas is you're not going to get free drinks in the casino unless you gamble a certain Ooh. amount. And I think you had to like, it was like you had to earn 25,000 points or something insane, which would be the equivalent of gambling $25,000, I think, in order to get free drinks. Um, the other thing I wanted now, to say, if you if you book it through like uh, Caesars Rewards or MGM Rewards, then a lot of times they give you like a little card that you can go up to, right, and get your free drinks, like kind of like a pass, like hey, you've already like, you gifted those points essentially. Yeah, it depends on the offer that you get. So 
Uh, for instance, on uh, like that carnival offer, we have a whole video on that status match offer. They are giving free drinks in the casino as part of that offer and then also free play. So I have some of those cruises coming up on Carnival where we got a free cruise. Plus, when you're gambling in the casino, you and the person who booked the cruise plus one other person get free drinks. Plus, you have free slot play and things like that. Uh, with Royal Caribbean, it really just depends on the offer. But I did want to point out, since I know a lot of people now have MGM Rewards Gold status, um, that if you do have that or above, you do have some benefits that you get on Royal Caribbean if you book it through the casino desk. So if you book it through a travel agent, like this particular cruise I booked through our uh, podcast co-host, our MTM podcast, uh, Joe Chung, and so I didn't, get the, I didn't get the benefits. I have a cruise coming up in Europe in June, and I booked through the, the casino desk, so I have $125 in uh, onboard credit, and my wife does as well, and that's just simply for having gold status, plus you get other things like priority boarding and uh, some other perks as well. So if you really want to go that route, definitely call up the casino desk. And even if you don't have an official status or anything, if you're able to show play, you can call them. A lot of times they'll have discounted cruises, different offers. And that definitely applies to Carnival, NCL, and Royal Caribbean, plus their other brands like Princess, uh, Celebrity, stuff like that. So just because you're seeing a price one place, if you play a lot, don't forget to you know give them a call and let them know and see what they can offer you. Talk to a host as well. And uh, I think there's even, uh, what was it? it, our friend Ryan Flanagan up in Atlantic City, he matched at Oceans, and he was able to get a free MSC cruise. So there's still a lot of opportunity there as well. Yeah, for sure. That's the good thing about all these type of things, all these partnerships, is it creates opportunity to get, you know, cool experiences for cheap or free and, and all these extra add-ons and everything and save you money on drinks, food, everything. So really cool to see. Glad you guys had a good time. Um, I'm still not in the cruise family, but <laughs> next year. But just remember that, you know, they're, they're not regulated in the same way as land casinos. So the payouts, uh, Jasmine played a little bit, lost pretty uh, swiftly as she was just playing on the slots. They so tight. that's how it That's goes. what he's trying yeah. to say. Very this tight. tight. This very, tight. very tight. Didn't see a lot of people winning jackpots. Did see a few or, you know, hitting bonuses and stuff, but not as many as you would see in a land-based casino. Tight machines. But if you like to play cards, then that's a whole different... Uh, whole different story and they just take all the tens out of the deck that's all yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah you're not going to get the best odds on blackjack you're not going to get the best odds on on any of that stuff on these ships but it's fun and then you have all the other stuff to do you got beautiful islands to visit different ports uh they have you know in these casinos they're allowing smoking again now they had stopped that for a while and i believe even masks are not required in the casinos like on royal caribbean anymore because it's a vaccinated only area so yeah they're getting closer back to that pre covid experience there and we had a great time and i have several more cruises booked for this year so i'm going to be living a part of this year on a cruise ship it seems like so we'll have more coverage uh, for carnival I'll, I'll talk about once we do that cruise how that works for their offers and the free drinks and all the other stuff so stay tuned for that and as i said we do have a miles points travel podcast you can find that at mtmpodcast.com we talk about travel rewards status matches basically how to travel the world for uh, much cheaper and uh, you can find that in any podcast app. Just search MTM Podcast or uh, head to mtmpodcast.com. For this show, for anything of our posts, uh, you talked about your celebration dinner post, uh, our podcast, or our videos, you can head to mtmvegas.com. And that's everything Vegas related. Hit us up in the comments. Smash the thumbs up button. Let us know what you think about anything we talked about today. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for watching. 
you next week. <laughs>